All right, it's 8.43 and it is time for Personal Mastery. Dr. Tepiso Matenti joins us right now as uh, we reflect on the year and particularly the relationships that you find yourself having with different people. And uh, these are not necessarily romantic relationships. It's more just relationships in general. It could include romantic, but also the relations you have with family, friends, colleagues, and just people that are generally in your life. Time for a bit of stock taking, I'd say, as I reflect on the year yeah. and uh, prepare for a new one. Doctor, good morning. Good morning. You know, I love the way you introduce the topic. Did I tell you that? You, you've actually never, Doc. And uh, I, I am terrible at taking compliments, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, you, you are so good. I'm it's, awful. It's, it's I don't like even know what to call that. Nah, it's, it's just a fact. I just wanted you to know that. I love the way you introduce the topic, especially in the way that you relate it. And you set the tone for me, because if I was going to come in with a very complicated conversation, you forced me to simplify it, trying to, to piggy bank on your words. Thank you, Doc. I appreciate that so much. Your feedback is so valuable. I appreciate that. But look, um, there are people in our lives, Doc, and I don't even know why we have to take stock. I mean... Sometimes I find it so tiring because, you know, you, you open yourself up to people, you give room, you sort of let them into your life, and you hope the best um, will come of it. You actually even hope that they will uh, present their best versions, but it doesn't always happen. And then you get uh, confronted with the situation where you have to choose whether to keep them in your life or not. Um, the angle that you are taking is in terms of assessing the people in your life and how they are adding value into your life. And I guess that's what um, all of us typically do. But as I was preparing for, the, for, the, for this conversation, I was trying to do research, and I landed on um, a speaker, uh, Carla Harris, and she's a powerful black woman who in 2016 talked a lot about relationship currency. And I want to encourage the listeners out there to just go and look at the different stuff that Carla Harris has um, put out there. And what is interesting is that she talks about the relationship currency, not from necessarily what people are bringing into your life, but the investment you make in the people in your environment. And of course, she speaks yeah. about it from uh, the work environment. But let's look at it from that angle, where you, because we're talking about personal uh, mastery, we are looking at the power that you have to make the choices, and including in those choices, by the way, uh, is who you include in your life and who you include not to, uh, not to have in your life. But also, it's also the power that you have to be able to invest and then even to uh, uh, modify your investment in the people or the relationships that you have, which means even if the people that you have in your life are not getting the value that you want, you still have the power to be able to make those types of decisions. Even if those people are people you're already attached to, like family members, uh, you're attached to them through blood and relationships, or even a significant other in your life, or even your children for that matter. But it's about you being aware and having that power, that, 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 that uh, personal agency, to make the investment you have in the people in your environment. And she says, she makes the argument that your ability to move higher and higher in your life will be in somebody's judgment. And you realize that because it's in somebody's mm. judgment, you have to be intentional about how you engage with people and how you invest. So let's look at how you actually go through it, because I wanted to relate it um, to, to, to our situation. Now, given 2020, there's nothing like a crisis that Corona has presented us. There's nothing like the crisis uh, in your life to teach you who you really are, 
but also who the people in your life are. It reveals everybody's true t- uh, mm. colors. Your own ability, as mm. well, your own your own um, strengths and weaknesses as a person, as well as the people that you've surrounded yourself with. So as you are reflecting on the year, look at what 2020 has showed you. Yes, most of us, we saw flames, but what did it reveal about you and the type of people you choose to surround yourself with and the investments you make in the relationships uh, in your life? And then let's see how much of those lessons you can actually uh, draw from them and then plan differently going forward, even if you need to modify a couple of areas in terms of investment. Mm. I mean, I think it's so important because, and here's the thing, there's work involved here. You've actually got to go through the process. I mean, what if we get the the outcomes we were not hoping for? In other words, you engage on this process and then you discover that, oh my gosh, actually... There's so many people that I should not or no longer keep in my life. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if is is that a disappointing thing or is there something positive that you take out of that? Look, um, you might find that Mo, I find that with you, you are not very forthcoming with compliments, and I'm always feeling that you're demanding and you are not uh, grateful and you are not reciprocating. But I'm looking at it only from one angle in terms of the emotional investment that I'm looking at. There is more to relationships than just about the emotions. Sometimes the worth of the investment that you make in me and that I make in you is not just about you making me feel good. So it's important that we actually look at the different other means at which we make investments with people. And the first one, let's look at the power of language. Perhaps when I am engaging with you, I am aware that I am able to make requests I am able to uh, uh, make offers when I'm engaging with you. I'm able to have somebody like you. When they've made a promise, they honor it. Whenever they look at me and I'm looking good, they're able to say, oh, Tepi, you know, you're so nice. They're able to actually make assessments and, and tell me what is the type of feedback that I need in order to be able to understand where I am. And maybe when you are giving me your assessment more, you're very brutal, you're very crude. And H, I feel like you're more into abrasive. But I find yeah. that you tell me the truth better than pale and orange. So let me look first in terms of how you use language, because one of those investments is the power of our language. There's so much power in the words that we use that in, in, in integral coaching, Speech is considered as a part of act. The word that you use is called a speech act, that what you say can actually be affected into something that's going to be um, happening in reality. So let's first look at that. Mm. The second one is in terms of investment is the power of time. Some of us, we are in love with the idea, the romanticized version of what things used to be like in the beginning, when in fact gradually over time in the last point of our relationship, the picture that is the reality of our investment in time is that you don't have time for me anymore. Yes, in the beginning, we, had, we used to go hiking together, we used to go gymming together, we used to study together, but right now, I do not feature in my life, and I'm not seeing that the evolution of our relationship because that right now you do not have time for me. And it might be because of during the coronavirus, I was sick, or because of I lost family members, we didn't show up, but it might even be in the simple things that even when I phone you, or I, it's a phone and activity, but sure. you never do. So look at the yeah. power of time as well. And then thirdly, mm. Look at the quality of connection, the deep, meaningful quality of contact and connection. Because some of us, you are with people, but those people, when you leave them, there isn't really anything, any powers of wisdom that you've gained. And you actually find that I was drunk or I was laughing, but I haven't actually gained anything. So look at what that quality mm. of engagement means for you. And the final one, look at the power of the act. 
Because some of us, when we're looking at the relationship currency, we want to be clear that it's not just an issue. I want to see it in the actions that you that you sure. that show that you care for me, that you are there for me. Absolutely. Doc, we're going to pause right there and uh, we'll continue our discussion as we reflect on the relationships that we have with people and, and also what that tells us about who we are. If you want to comment, you can tweet us and hashtag the morning flavor. All right, we continue with personal mastery as we also wrap up. Dr. Tepisoma Denji joins us on the line and we're having a conversation around taking stock of your relationships, the relationships you have with people, their meaning, and also what that says about who you are and what you're all about. I think the latter is always uh, quite revealing when you dive deeper into who you are and what you're about. And sometimes we don't like what we see. But I know Pearl had a, a, another point she wanted to make. Yeah, doctor, I wanted to find out, you know, some people um, have these friendships or relationships that they, they class. So someone will say, no, Mo is only my friend for when I want to go out. And Owen is my friend for, um, you know, when I need help with stuff at my home. Is that a good thing? Do, do we define those relationships as meaningful because they do serve a particular purpose? And, and what is, is important is that you are aware of the purpose that they serve in your life. The key thing mm. is that you're more and often aware that that's how you are defining it. Because if mm. ever they are thinking that your level of status in terms of, if, if you put yourself Pearl, in the inner circle and you put Pearl only in that inner circle, and then we draw mm. a circle around you and you put the significant people, if they are putting you in that innermost circle in terms of the proximity to themselves, yet you are putting them on the outermost circle, then the, the currency and the significance of, their, of, of, their, of, of themselves in your life is very minimal, whereas their, your significance and your currency that you carry in their life is higher. And sometimes that's where the problems are, where... Our, the way we value a person, it's not in the same level and degree that they value us. And because there's that mismatch and we're not even communicating about where we really are, or the difference between how we value each other, we, it creates conflict in our relationships. Now, the thing is, as you were growing up, you know, you realize that people know who they are. They can only give you the best version of themselves. But even if the best version of themselves is flawed and completely uh, creating all sorts of um, uh, areas of conflict for you, you still have that choice to be able to decide whether you want them in your life or not. And even so, you don't even need to have a conference with them necessarily. When you are comfortable with the fact that I know her all is my drinking body, that's it. Like, I know that this one is crazy. When I'm feeling down, I can go and cheer them up. Then that's who you are. But you need to remember that relationships are not just about transactions. And they're also, uh, in, a, in, a, in a, not just about you taking. They're also about you giving. But not all of us are, are privileged to be in relationships where there's a give and take. And we need to be aware as people that when we have people in our lives, sometimes the giving doesn't necessarily happen when you are expecting it to happen. It can happen behind the scenes. And when you look at the work that Carol Harris talks about, that sometimes people advocate for you when you don't even know that they're advocating for you. Now imagine, mm -hmm. Pella, I'm sitting with Mo and I'm saying, you know, Pella or Ratabanda. And Mo says, no, that's not true. You're not even there. You don't know that we're talking about you. And mm -hmm. Mo says, I know mm -hmm. Pella. Pella is not like that. So you might not necessarily see the transactional and the give and take that you were requiring. But actually behind your pack, uh, Mo has got your back, but you didn't know that. And you are thinking that he's not continuing that he is. Indeed, Doc. And uh, on that powerful note, uh, we're going to wrap it up. But uh, we do appreciate this conversation. And the moral of the story is do the work, take stock, and uh, let's see what you come out with. Doc, thanks for your time. Absolutely. And thank you to the listeners as well, guys. It's December very soon. Can we take care of ourselves? 
Can we please uh, donate our blood because people are going to be involved in car accidents? And can we make sure that we are being the best version of yourself every day? Take care. Thank you, Doc. Dr. Tepisoma Denji with wise words as always and comforting as well. Thanks for your time. And you can find her on social media at Tima Dent if you'd like to engage her on this or anything else. Maybe you need to talk. Nothing wrong with that either. The bridge is coming up next. We are done for the morning. Monday, done and dusted. We'll return again tomorrow from 5 to 9. Pearl, are you on Daily Teta today? I am on uh, tomorrow morning. So, yeah, half past 10, SABC 1. The show's still going ahead today, so tune in if you can. Done deal. From us, it's a good morning. A good, good day, day and, and good vibes. Good vibes.